Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our lexi for today is rizes, rizes, or roots. Rizes go way deep, and the better you understand them, the healthier you can be. Take the rizes of your hair, for example. Just by eating foods rich in vitamin A, B, and E, plus adding iron and protein to your diet, will allow the roots of your hair to be strengthened. Eating foods like spinach and legumes are easy ways to get the oxygen carried throughout your body and your head, or rizes in your head, to achieve a healthy mane resulting in a great hairstyle that looks terrific on you. Rizis, the point at which something begins its existence, for this reason must be honored. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. In honor of Mother's Day, Kefi Life is partnering with Hinsdale Fitness Club to bring you the health of olive oil and oxygen. Get your O-squared now. Oxygen and olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil Wellness Gift Set now available with hyperbaric therapy sessions for a discounted price during the month of May. Keep your mother healthy with this one-of-a-kind gift set. Stop by Hensdale Fitness Club located in the heart of Hensdale, 35 East 1st Street. Now through the end of May and pick up your exclusive O squared. Olive oil and oxygen to increase the health of moms everywhere. Call 708-289-9732 for directions and details. That is 708-289-9732. Also available at shopkefilife.com while supplies last. A few weeks ago, we had the great pleasure to visit with the premier hairstylist, Andreas Zafriadis, founder of the prestigious Salon Buzz in Chicago. Andreas got all of us ladies ready to shine, and now it's time for the male population. But first, who is Andreas? He's a native of Greece and now a local of Chicagoland. Andreas is gifted with the eye of potential and years of hands-on experience and education in the specialty of hair design. His prestigious Salon Buzz is a collective of the finest talent created on the idea that there is beauty in all things just waiting to be uncovered. Today, let us pamper the men and their mane because they too must give their best hair presentation. Andreas, kalosirtete. Ah, uh, thank you. Happy to be here, Kiki. What an intro. Thank you so much for that. I'd really, really appreciate it. Well, it's true. And so many people that heard the interview in the episode with women's hair said, wow, Andreas was fantastic and he gave such great information and let's go check out the salon. So kudos to you, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. We work hard. So, and the team loves doing what they do daily. So uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want the audience to get to know you a little bit. Let's begin with your hair. How do you wear it? Because people can't see us, they can hear us. I kind of have it in a medium length, but I've had it all kinds. 
especially when I was younger, my hair was down to my shoulders. Um, I used to wear it in the 90s in a ponytail. So I kind of done it all. I've had hair as long as yours, uh, Kiki. Seriously. And you know, you've got a good head of hair. It's very thick. And I think that makes a difference also. Is there a certain texture, like for since you brought it up about length in men's hair, is there a certain texture that men should have if they're going to wear it longer? Well, listen, at the end of the day, it starts with genetics. You know, 95% <laughs> of what you have on your hair comes from your mother and father's genes. So uh, thank them if you have a great head of hair. Talk to them if you're not feeling good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Andreas, in my opinion, men are easier to style because most men wear their hair short, most of them, and they get a fast cut on the regular. But I personally love a man in longer hair, but well-styled as long as it looks groomed. Uh, more on that momentarily. But for the man who wants to look polished, yet stylish, what is the first thing that you can think to advise the male population to have great hair? That's true. Men tend to have a shorter hairstyle and require cuts more often, but they're not as, tech as, as technical as a woman's are. And they're not necessarily um, used, they don't need so much product as a woman's hair would, would need to establish and accomplish a look that a woman is looking for. But with that said, uh, obviously, men still need to look good. And the most important thing, I think, is to, to, to create a routine for your hair that is simple and effective. Having a routine is more important. And then you'll go into it daily, and you know what you got to do to create a nice head of hair. And I think the first thing is to choosing the right shampoo that works for your texture, for the thickness of your hair, for the texture of your hair, for uh, if it's dry or, 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 or oily. Um, that's the number one thing. Then the second thing is a lot of people, especially men, tend to wash their hair every day. And that's where some of the dryness may occur. So I would recommend three times a week is more than enough for a man to wash his hair. Um, and then I've seen a lot of guys just run the shower so hot that actually heat really uh, dries hair out. So I would say more of a warm water on your hair than really burning hot. Um, and then a regular trim, you know, go to the, the, the barber or the hairdresser regularly to trim the ends and keep it looking always healthy and in shape. And then the second piece would be is uh, in your routine is the styling of your hair. You know, work with a pomade or a gel that helps you create a look for yourself that it's interesting to you. So from how you maintain it and what you do to style is probably a routine that every man should have in his, in his, uh, in his everyday process. Outstanding tips. Now, when you look at a man, uh, do you do the same thing that you do for a woman? You look at the shape of their face, their career, their personality. Uh, if they say, oh, I want to wear my hair really fluffy or I want to wear it short, or do you make suggestions to them? And how would you go about suggesting the best style for a man? Well, obviously, hair shape, I mean, head shape is uh, very important, but the structure of their jawline is important. The size of their forehead is very important and the size of their head, because some men tend to have a little bit larger heads than women. Um, and then the quality of their hair and the type of texture of their hair. So based on all those elements, we really try to create a shape for somebody that's most complimentary. Okay, so is it my imagination or do men get more dandruff than women? Ah, so dandruff is a very common condition. Um, and it's a skin condition that affects the scalp and leads into flaking. Right, uh, and it can affect anybody, but it's more prevalent in men than it is in female. A man's scalp contains about 50% more sebum, which is produced by the sebaceous glands, which is oil. So it produces 50% more oil uh, in their scalp than females do. Um, 
Uh, also, when you men typically have a shorter head of hair, so you can identify and see it a lot easier than you would see it in a woman's head of hair, right? Uh, you need to know, though, that women's skin is thicker than a man's skin on the scalp. Did not so, know that. Right. So men's skin is, th- is thinner, so it allows this, the oils to come out quicker than a woman's skin would, right? So you would want to look into restoration treatments that kind of stops that and any kind of nourishment to help the scalp and, and stop and anything that used to reduce the sebum production, right? And that goes to, you know, the oily scalp because producing a lot of sebum causes the flakiness, but also creates oily scalp on the hair. Um, and that's when dandruff happens, when the scalp is oily. Um, one of the things that you can do to stop that is, as you see a lot of men running their hands through their hair all the time or running a comb through their hair, that stimulates the sebaceous glands. And that makes the hair become oilier than any other thing. So the more you run your hands through, but for women as well, but for men, the more you run your hands through and the more you run a comb through or a brush through, that's going to stimulate the sebaceous glands and that's going to make your hair a little bit more, more oily. One more important thing though for oily scalp and what causes oily scalp is an unhealthy diet. And that's, you know, treating your hair from the inside out, right? What do you put in your body? To have a good head of hair, you need to have protein. You need to have vitamin Bs and you need to have omega complex, uh, omega-3 complex. Those are the best nutrients for the hair. But when you eat a lot of fatty food, it comes out of your scalp as well. So it affects the condition of your scalp and the condition of your hair. Andreas, I would have never thought of that. I would have never thought of that, but go ahead. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing is stress. Stress. Stress can cause your scalp to be oily. Oh, we got to get rid of that, Anjos, that stress. It's killing (laughs) all of us. It's killing us. Right. It's, it, it's, it creates sensitivity to the sebaceous glands and they produce more oil, right? Um, and then it's the wrong products that you use. If you use the right products or the wrong products, that they can leave a layer of dirt or of, of grease onto your scalp. So all those things create the hair to be oily, the head to be oily, and then creates all the flakiness and the, um, and the uh, dandruff that's created on the head of hair. You know, it's funny because we talked um, on the last episode, during the last episode, about how health is inside and then goes out for the women. And I, I just didn't really put two and two with the scalp, though. You always think just, you know, your body, you put on a few pounds or maybe your skin looks a little bit um, like inflamed or something like that. But the scalp and the head are part of your body. So that makes complete sense. And the body releases a lot of whatever's happening to it through the scalp, even medication. of it gets released through the scalp out of your body. So that affects your scalp, that affects your hair as well. So all that stuff has a really big impact on what your hair is looking like, right? And and the only way for me, I would always tell my male clients is I want to make sure that they work out, you know, because that's one way of treating a healthy body, healthy mind, but also healthy hair. Absolutely. And you being Greek, you know, yeah, you know this, nusihisinsomataiyi. Bingo. You said it really <laughs> well. And a healthy body is also healthy hair, right? So it's yes. really important. Yes, and yes. then, you know, the diet, make sure it's reduced fatty diet and, and eat all the other things that we've spoken about. Um, and, uh, you know, you can clarify it with a clarifying shampoo. 
to remove it. So those are the kind of ways of getting rid of it and treating it. Okay, so there is a way to treat an oily scalp or to reduce that dandruff. And much of it has to do with what we eat and how we care for our body. Did not know that 70% of those issues come out of our uh, scalp. I always thought, I, I just didn't know what I thought. I didn't know how to say it, but that's interesting. Even medication, Kiki. That's what, body. So it depends on what medication you're on. Also, it's going to affect your hair. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts on the man bun? I've seen it a lot in Europe. I see it here. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Well, my opinion is if a man tries it and he likes the way he looks in it, uh, I think he's good to go. Right. So um, nothing should stop him or any man doing what they want to do. That's my belief. Um, I think they look good and great. Some people, there's a Greek singer that wears it all the time. I think he looks really handsome. So, um, uh, it, but it's, you know, you could say that it's arguably uh, a symbol of new and daring, right? And like in like any uh, hairstyle or fashion of choice, right? That divides opinion, doesn't it? Absolutely, so, yeah. So, and I think, you know, it depends on the individual that's looking at you and based on what they believe, it's how you're going to be judged on it. So, you know, I believe if you like it and you feel good in it, wear it. Excellent, excellent. And, and you know what's opinion. you know what's interesting, Andreas, is that truly men want to look good too. We're always fussing and doting. We women are on you know styling and blow drying and curling and making sure our color is good. But men feel really sensational when they take care of themselves as well. That's why I was really excited about this episode for men. And you kind of touched upon this, but I really want the men in the audience because there are chivalrous and you know, our knight in shining armors, I want them to feel so good with their personality and the way that they wear their hair. Do you think that if, should they match their hair with their career? You did talk about the size of the head. You did talk about routine, but what, are, what should a man look at, look at for styling his hair to feel as good as he can when he walks out that door? You know, that's, that's, uh, that's a really loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Because we go into society, uh, preconceived notions, and you know what the world's expecting of you, uh, what your job and career is, what the other side of people that you're dealing with your career I expect to see you as. So, so being safe and not necessarily going into that direction. I, at the end of the day, for me, is how do you feel about yourself when you're looking at yourself in the mirror? You know, if if this whatever that you've chosen it, it speaks to you. And, and you feel that you identify with that. I think that's what you should go for. Um, from there on, you know, obviously, you know, because of society, your career, you know, all this stuff, what length should you have if you're a banker versus if you're a creative? You know, society has put stamps on these. We're at the, we're breaking through stereotypicals of society. And I'm really excited about that. We're breaking through for everyone in this world. Um, and, and we could talk about that someday. But right this moment, for me, I would say, what it makes you feel good and what represents you as an individual is the way you should go. Okay, very good. And if you feel good how about you, your, how, you know, I'm sorry, how do you want the world to perceive you? You know, you're walking into a room, how do you want the world to perceive you when you walk in the room, when you're walking out of the house or you're walking into a restaurant? You like again, the same thing with a woman. Do you want a room to turn? Do you want to get by quietly? Um, whatever you want to look like it's your fashionable, you don't care about that, you want to look low maintenance. Whatever is that you identify with, that's the way you should go. So it starts with a thought about yourself. 
Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. What about now, guys? Okay. I don't know. Balding can be kind of sexy. It depends on the man. Like, does he have a little bit on the side? Is he completely bald? How does the baldness look? What is your view on balding? What can you tell the guys in the audience that are balding or worried about balding? So we we talked about that. I said, so 95% of thinning hair comes from your genetics. So um, it's, it's what God has given you through your, through your parents. Um, uh, it usually, you'll see it showing up in the early late teens, early 20s. If you're going to go bald, you're going to identify it at that age group. And it starts with a receding hairline, a little balding on the crown, and then eventually starts creeping up. But the telltale is the receding line and the temples and maybe a little bit on the crown. And eventually, it just becomes more. I would say to that, um, you don't have a choice. That is not reversible when you have those genetics. Those genetics are going to beat you. You can't do much to it. So you got to do the best with it. So I would say either you shave it off completely if you feel confident and secure. And like you said, there's many and many people that find that very attractive. Or you could go really, really, really short and create a cute, like a really cool look about yourself with really, really short hair. I've seen a lot of men that are bald and add beard to it. So they want to have some kind of hair into their face or adding a little facial hair could offset it a little bit as well. Um, uh, and then it becomes, you know, many times it happens because there is the androgenic alopecia and that's like an autoimmune disease. And that's when that happens. Right. Um, but then also again, dieting, dieting, uh, without having a lot of iron in your diet, it could be causing you to lose hair. If you just seen your, your scalp thinning, you can look at your diet and you can reverse that. That's a reversible thing. If it's a dye related thing, or like you said, the bonds, if you, you keep on pulling your hair too tight, you're going to start seeding your hair receding. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's more accepted in society for a man to have less hair than a woman, unfortunately. All right, what about, okay, so the ladies, I like to highlight my hair. I like to keep it, you know, colored and all that. But there are some ladies who go completely white, silver fox, white fox, whatever you want to call them. And it looks very good if it's tastefully done. For men, they're getting a lot of gray. Let's say they want to color it. What can you say about color? Because I've seen some men touch up their hair and it looks fantastic and natural. And other men, I'm like, ugh, what are you doing? It's better just to go gray. So not that I'm an expert, I'm just going by my naked eye. Well, we have the notion about men with gray hair as a more distinguished look. Right. Right. But as a professional, I can tell you that more and more professional companies, either in the retail sector or in the professional professional sector, have completely focused on men's color, right? So it's more accepted by society, a man to color his hair. It's more accepted by them, but men to kind of decide that they want to color their hair. So because of that, we've seen the development of different colors. I would say to this, you see a lot of young people, they do fashion colors. They bleach blonde their hair, they do different colors. And that's cool because society is accepting them. That's what's happening in the world. We see it in the entertainment world. It's happening and it's fun to watch. But if a guy just wants to cover their, their hair, their gray hair, here's what I would say. Don't pick a pretty color on, that women are using. You have to, you can't do a chestnut brown on your hair. You have to do a dull, ashier brown color, whatever that is. So the trick is pick a color that's not attractive, that's not uh, beautiful, and put it on your hair. It'll look more natural to you than any other way. Okay, you are making me laugh today. This is so funny because it's simply true. If we're trying to go dramatic, 
or exciting, it might draw more attention to the fact what we're trying to do instead of just be naturally, agefully graceful, right. aging, if I, right. if I can say right. that right. But if you're doing it and you want to cover hair and you're here, your gray hair, choose a color that's not pretty. Okay. Because that's going to make it look more natural. That's okay. That's a good way. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about that. All right. So what can we, I like it. I like it. I like it. And it makes sense. What about beards and brows? Guys are doing their brows now. They have their beards. Yours is kind of uh, closely shaven to your skin. I can see you because we're on an interview Zoom. Um, and I think beards, they can be big and bushy. They can, like, let's talk about beards and brows for men. So let's talk about brows. I think eyebrows are really important for somebody's face features, right? And um, and I think it's important a man keeps them uh, uh, groomed just as well with women. I, I My personal taste, um, I would say that, uh, you know, we see women altering the shape. I wouldn't necessarily think that a man should alter the shape, but definitely remove any hair that's coming out that's longer than the rest of it because to me, that's an indicator of age, of you aging. So, so I would say, oh make God. sure you... You know, I'm thinking you, of Santa Claus with the little Frida, the little hairs, the white hair sticking up. I'm sure you've seen him, Kiki. Oh, yes. But make sure you trim those. And then, <laughs> and then don't alter the shape, but just you can brush your eyebrows upwards and cut it on the hairline of your eyebrow to take the thickness and the bushiness away. So just... Clean them up and shape them slightly on the top area, not necessarily from the bottom. If you've got any strays, you can go ahead and remove them. So keep them in tidy, keep them looking good is good. I wouldn't necessarily say change the shape of them. And as far as beards, oh, the beard is a business of its own. You know, so many companies have focused on creating these beard kits for men. So it's a business of its own. And I can tell you and I can tell the audience that even if you have a beard and you don't know how to take care of it, if you buy one of those kits, it's going to guide you through because it's going to have all the products you need and you're going to learn instantly how to take care of your beard. But it's really important that, again, you have stray hairs that are coming out of your beard. You've got to keep it more evenly cut, you know, long or short, whatever that is. And you've got to keep it trimmed regularly, especially if it's a longer, because you do get split ends on a beard. You also get dryness on the beard. So you must have all controlling all that and taking care of it. And then there's oils that you put on the beard that keeps it more moisturized, keeps it looking shiny and healthy. Um, I don't know if you know this, but beards are associated with maturity. It's associated with power, higher social status, um, for, for, and it's considered from men and women as well. So, you know, maybe you should try it. Yes. I would tell the guys, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah, something new. If a man's looking like sometimes women will cut their hair after it's been long, maybe a guy would try a beard. Yeah, it's more accepted anyway, so try it in the business world as well. Okay, okay. And because like mustache, you have a mustache and a beard. Your mustache is a little bit thicker than your beard. Is that a style that you created? I noticed... No, it's just the way my, my mustache is extremely thick. I'm great, remember? <laughs> I have a lot of hair. My mustache is really thick. I used to only have a mustache for years, but it just grows thicker than anything else on my hair. <laughs> you remind me of a friend. Actually, you're Andreas, and we have a good friend in Kansas City. He was from Tripoli, and he had a mustache, a mustache, but his was very thin. It was almost like a pencil pencil thin. Oh, but he did that because he was a painter. But anyways, so much of the way a man, and I'm so glad that we gave all the men in the audience a lot of love today because they deserve it, and they deserve to feel like a million bucks when they walk out the door. And I want them to come and visit you at 
Salon Buzz Chicago. You have two locations. Give your businesses a little love right now and share your info with us. Kiki, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad I was able to do this segment with you. Thank you. Thank you. And like the locations, you're right on the Gold Coast. Gold Coast and River North. Two Gold locations. Coast. Okay. And it's salonbuzz.com? That's correct. Okay. Well, I think we're going to have to have you back, my friend. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Mine also. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Today's Ola Kala moment underscores the power of eating omega-3s and the practice of decreasing overwhelming stress. Omega-3s, why make them a dietary staple in your life? They keep your cells healthy and happy, that's why. Omega-3s like fish, nuts, and avocados will contribute to a vibrant life because of the wellness it extends to your heart, hair, and head. Stress, when tempered with working out or walking, will diminish the chance of you falling prey to illness in the mind, the body, and the spirit. Basically, a prescription to follow is walking off the stress and strain of life. The 26th president of the United States of America, while enjoyed living a strenuous life, would pair it daily with a two-hour hike or walk to keep the problems in check. Each day, President Roosevelt would take his problem solving to the great outdoors for a breather and a recharge. You too can find ways each day to be olakala all as well when you implement practices which lessen the stress and increase the balance. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.